do it. Ask him. We dare you, the voices in her head whispered slyly. Ella knew she shouldn't, yet the sibilant murmurs kept up their insistent and persistent verbal barrage. Still, she tried to refrain from giving in to their demands, especially since her parents didn't approve of her invisible friends. Chicken? You're afraid to ask, they taunted. No, she wasn't. Truth told, she found herself curious as to the answer. But what if her parents punished her again? She didn't like to go to the dark place, didn't like the prayers she had to recite on her knees on the hard floor. I don't mean to be wicked. Surely it wasn't her fault she couldn't help hearing things no one else could. She tried to be a good girl. Truly, she did, to ignore the insistent prodding. But the voices didn't like it when she didn't do as they asked. Her parents weren't the only ones who could punish. In the end, she gave in to their wishes. She always did. Daddy, why do you kiss the lady with the yellow hair? She asked as she ate her bowl of Fruit Loops. Her father peered at her over his newspaper and frowned, a look she was more than familiar with. What are you talking about? The lady that works in your office. Why do you kiss her and take off your clothes to wrestle? The clattering of dishes made Ella turn her head, and she saw her mother staring at her with a white face and open mouth. Who told you such dirty things? Her mother asked in a tight voice. Uh-oh. Ella cringed at her expression and wished, not for the first time, she'd kept the knowledge the voices deemed fit to impart to herself. They told me. They say daddy's cheating, but I don't understand the game. The crack of her mother's hand across her face didn't surprise her, but the sting brought tears to her eyes. The murmuring voices in her head quieted, too late. Her mother said not another word. Her eyes spoke for her. She pointed towards the stairs, and Ella bolted for her room. More specifically, the closet at the back. She knew better than to disobey. Dropping to her bony knees, she clasped her hands together and prayed as the priests taught her. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner beset by demons. I pray for your forgiveness. I pray you help me to cast out the demons who curse me. Please grant me your strength and wisdom that I might fight the wickedness in me. Amen. Again. Heavenly Father. Over and over she recited the simple prayer, the voices in her head silent. They'd achieved their goal, getting her into trouble. Perhaps she was as wicked as her mother told her. Maybe she did have a demon within her, as their local pastor claimed. Something had to be wrong with her. Even at her tender age, she knew she wasn't like other children. Not for the first time, she wondered why she had to suffer. As she prayed, her soft murmurs couldn't hide the back-and-forth screaming of her mother and father one floor below her the crying as her parents fought again. At seven, she didn't understand what divorce and betrayal meant, but she quickly learned. Her parents split up that same night 
and less than a month later, Ella, clutching a ragged teddy, entered her first institution, where she learned a whole bunch of new words like multiple personalities and psychosis. She also learned that it wasn't just her mother and father who didn't care if she cried. Neither did the bevy of nurses and doctors who tried to fix her. Alone in her room at night, the wails of others, a constant echo to join the cacophony in her head, she prayed, not to cast out the demons who plagued her, but for a hug, someone to care for her, anyone. Because even though Ella never saw her parents again, she wasn't completely alone. The voices in her head kept her company. And in trouble.